Approximately 38 million people live with HIV worldwide. About 7.8 million of those people are South Africans. Around a thousand young women are infected with HIV every day. 15 million people living with HIV still can't get life-saving ARV treatment. Although these figures are dismal, with the right treatment, support, and mindset, hope can still live. Today, I'm joined by HIV activist, founder and CEO of Positive Vibes, Uechira. This is Rap Radio, and my name is Lindo Butelezi. Then, hey? Yes. Cool. Um, hi, Wade. Thank you so much for joining me, and welcome to Rapt Radio. Hey, Lindo. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really so grateful to be with you today. Thank you very, very much. Um, before we start with the interview, I'd like for you to share with us who you are, um, introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us where you're from, what you do um, for work and also as um, an HIV activist. Sure. So my name is Wade Shearer. Um, I was born and I live in Johannesburg. Um, yeah, my profession is cabin crew, actually, um, but I got diagnosed with HIV in 2017. And instead of just sitting back and letting that whole diagnosis consume my life and, uh, you know, I didn't want to, like, I could have felt sorry for myself, but no, I decided to rather stand up, talk about it, because um, I knew that I wasn't the only person that, you know, this was happening to. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, and so you said you were diagnosed in 2017 and um, can you take us back to the day when you found out that you had HIV or potentially had HIV? Yeah, so, oh gosh, it was quite a hectic day actually. Um, I remember waking up that morning and I just had an uneasy feeling, you know, um, it's weird. I always, I always try to you know, listen to my intuition and my instincts. And anyway, I went to work and I decided to keep my phone off the whole day because I was, I was flying pretty much the whole day. And when I turned my phone on, um, I had many, many missed calls from someone. And I instantly knew that this was that bad feeling that I woke up with this morning. Um, and it's, it's weird. I always say like, I knew something was going to happen like bad anyway. So basically, um, I got a message from a friend who obviously I'd been having sex with. And basically he told me he just found out that he has HIV and it might be a good idea for me to, you know, also get tested. Well, that's what I thought anyway. Um, so yeah, that's, that was, um, what happened and I remember I left the airport in such a rush uh, I was feeling hot and sweaty and I couldn't even think straight and um, whilst I was driving to his house you know I just I felt like it was really a bad dream if I could say that like I just wanted to let go of the steering wheel and wake up from this nightmare 
Um, and when I got to his house, you know, I obviously realized if he has HIV, I've been having sex with him. We did not use protection. That obviously means that I have HIV too. So that is when we went to the hospital and I basically did a rapid test. And that is when it was confirmed that I am actually HIV positive too. And that moment for me was, oh, I just remember like seeing white lights and I couldn't hear it. It's just like, it's, it was such a blur because it was actually such a shock to me, to be quite honest. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I don't think anybody expects to to wake up one morning and to wake up to like 82 messages and the news that they have HIV. Um, no, definitely. That's that's the last thing you expect to hear. And also, you know, I had I had this ignorance about HIV, although I was a gay man. Um, I still didn't believe HIV would affect me, you know. Um, the guys I was dating were good looking. The guys I was sleeping with were good looking. Um, they had good jobs. They came from good backgrounds. I actually had an idea of what HIV was. And um, I think that is that is actually, you know, um, where I went wrong actually, because I didn't, I didn't know much about it. And I, I kind of felt invincible. Yeah, I love what you said in your story on your website about how HIV doesn't discriminate and even on your Instagram profile. And I think a lot of us think that way. I think a lot of us think that it could never happen to me. It's something that is so far away and there are only certain people who could be infected. But I mean, it can really happen to anybody. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So when you first found out, um, so you said you went through all these emotions and you didn't know what to do. Who was the first person that you told about your status? Well, the, the guy that I was having sex with was obviously with me when I got my results. So he obviously knew. Um, but the first person I actually told was my mom, um, like two days later when I went home. And, you know, um, I've come out as a gay man before to my mom. And I won't say it was easy, but, you know, today she's definitely accepting of it. Um, but now I suddenly had to come out again, but this time as HIV positive. And oh, that, was, uh, that was really hard for my mom to um, really understand and to accept. Um, also, because you know, like myself, she too didn't know much about HIV and AIDS. Yeah. Um, and the rest of your family, uh, what was it like when you, when you told them and your friends, what was the reaction like? Were they supportive or did you find that it was something that it was, did you find that it was something that where you, where, after you came out, you felt ostracized or you felt judged? Did you feel like they still loved and accepted you? Well, I told my closest friends also pretty soon after my diagnosis. Um, I'm, I'm really close to my friends and, you know, to me it was important to let them know what I was going through because I needed support at that time. Um, the same with my family, you know, I called a family meeting and I, I got everyone together and I said, 
you know what, this is what happened to me. I'm now HIV positive and you guys need to know this because I need support and um, yeah. And, you know, everyone was actually really accepting. I won't say everyone um, took to it lightly and they were like, you know, congratulations. Um, <laughs> it, it's more of a thing of you kind of see the hurts in their eyes because, you know, they they can't believe now this is, you know, it's happened to someone in their family and it becomes real, I guess, because until it happens to someone close around you, it's not a real thing. Um, and, you know, for me, that was quite interesting. And suddenly my family started like researching and every time there's like, even till today, every time there's news about HIV on, on TV or in the news articles, or anything, they're always sending me the links because, you know, they still believe there's a cure that's going to come out soon. Um, so that's nice. You know, they, they do think of me and um, yeah, I guess everyone's supportive now. And that's actually why I decided to come out because it's actually not that bad. You know, it's, it's another chronic condition. Yes. It's changed my life completely, yeah. but it hasn't stopped me from living. No, not at all. Not at all. And um, I think you're very fortunate to have the friends and family that you have and that they just, you know, took it upon themselves to start doing research and finding ways to support you in any way possible. So I think you are incredibly lucky that you have um, that support, support system. No, definitely. I, I, I wouldn't have been able to come this far if, you know, if I didn't have the support that I have today. So I'm very grateful for that. And on that note, for people who might not have the same support structure as you, um, can you recommend places or like sites that they can go to and visit to get support, um, to get support, not just to come out to their families, but to get support in order to accept their condition so that they can take ARVs and live a healthy life? Yeah, well, I always say that um, the key to this whole diagnosis and being HIV positive is to get the right information. You know, um, a lot of people who are not getting support, perhaps because people don't understand what it means to be living with HIV in 2020. It's a whole different ball game. It's not 1980 when, you know, we, there were adverts of tombstones and HIV and AIDS and yeah. the Grim Reaper. That's not what it is anymore. You know, these days it's a totally manageable condition and it is hard for people. You know, a lot of people don't have the, the support that I have. And I always think it's, it's important to, you know, you got to then reach out to maybe a close friend or a close family member. Um, you know, most of us have Google on our phones now and we can research what it means to be living with HIV and, you can kind of find other people who are in the same situation as you. And you don't always have to disclose your, who you are. I mean, I know for um, gay guys, there is a support group that I actually went to, um, which helped me a lot because suddenly I could see that, you know, when you first get diagnosed, you think you're the only person in the world that's living with HIV. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was so... Um, I, it really eased my mind a lot when I went to these support group meetings and I saw that there's other guys just like me um, who, ha who have HIV and it's really not the end of the world. So 
I, I would say to anyone who who doesn't have the support from their family or friends is to try, you know, try something online, see if you can reach out, um, contact me. I've I've been a, you know, I've I always talk to people who reach out to me. Um, yeah, there's there's ways and means of getting that support. It's just you have to actually then try and find it. Yeah. Um, and like I said, online, it's it's possible. Can you tell us a little bit more about Positive Vibes and what it is that you actually do? Sure. So I started Positive Vibes um, a few months after my diagnosis, actually. I just wanted to, to get the right information out there um, because I knew that, you know, at the time, I never knew much about HIV. And if I had known... Um, maybe I wouldn't have been in this position. So that's when I decided to just start an awareness page um, on Facebook, really. And that's where I shared my story and I came out as, um, you know, living with HIV. And we're just getting like, you know, really the, the, the main important information out there that a lot of people don't have access to. And that's what actually sparked my whole activism. Um, people, you know, started realizing that HIV, it, it can literally happen to anyone. Uh, no one is immune. It does not choose the gender, sexual orientation, race. The facts of the matter is, if you're having sex, you're at risk of HIV. That is, uh, and let me tell you, everyone on this planet is having sex. So we should all be learning more about HIV. Um, and that's when it's, you know, it really just reached out to websites as well and you know, we talk about what it means to be living with HIV in 2020. Um, hashtag U equals U, undetectable equals untransmittable. And for me, that's a game changer because the fact that a person who's living with HIV, who takes ALV treatments with an undetectable viral load, we cannot transmit HIV through to our sexual partners. It is impossible. And that message is so important for people to hear, and especially for people living with HIV, because it, it really um, it encourages them to start treatments and to stay on treatments. Um, because at the end of the day, we, we just want to be normal, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love your site and I love the page that you've created. Um, I've learned so much in the space that I've been reading. And I think more, I, would, I wish more mainstream media would publish um, messages of hope like that that actually like your viral what is it your you, you can have an undetectable viral load is that correct yeah yeah so with most people um if you start arv treatments and you stay adherence normally about after six months your viral load will become so low that you know they can't even detect hiv in your blood anymore and because of that your immune system is not being damaged you consider it a healthy person and obviously, you know, then you can't transmit HIV uh, through sex. And, you know, I, I really, it's it's so sad to see a, a country like South Africa with the highest um, HIV population in the world. I've seen a little bit of you equals you uh, messaging, but we should be having a major campaign about you equals you. People mm -hmm. need to know this. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel like that too because I feel like the first time I read about you equals you was on your site, and I'm like, why is mainstream media not speaking more about this? Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of reasons for it. Um, 
which I can understand, but the, the fact of the matter is most people are on ARV treatments. Um, you know, there's arguments that, um, you know, people in the, in the public health sector, they can't access viral load testing as often as people in the private sector. But, but honestly, if, you, if you're taking your ARV treatments and you're staying adherent, there's no reason for your viral load to suddenly become detectable. You know, um, so th there's still a lot of arguments about it, um, but you know, most of the most, you know, the South African departments of health actually they do accept the U equals U movement. Um, we just haven't seen a lot of messaging and campaign around campaigns around it. Yeah, yeah, I think they should really start doing more of that where possible. Um, can you take us through the process of your like your treatment? When, you, when did you start taking ARVs and how did they affect you, if they did at all? Sorry, I didn't get the last bit of your question. I think the connection is uh, quite bad. No problem. I asked, um, so when did you start taking your ARV treatment and if it had any effect on you at all? Did you experience any side effects or was it just like taking anything? any other medication. Cool. Um, so my previous question was, can you take us through the, the treatment process? When, when was it that you started taking ARVs? And also what effects did they have on you if they did have an effect on you? Yeah, so um, pretty soon after I was diagnosed, I uh, started treatment, so about two days, two or three days later, um, uh, regardless of what your CD4 count is, they, it's now recommended that you start treatments um, the minute you're diagnosed. So yeah, in the beginning it was, um, I, I won't say there were like no side effects. There, I probably did feel a bit um, queasy and a bit dizzy for the first like three or four days. Um, but yeah, they, after it was, it's just a thing of like remembering to take it. That was quite a challenge for me. Um, but you know, I easily managed that with just setting an alarm on my phone. And now today it's literally, it's, it's one pill, um, that I take at night. I have no side effects at all. My viral load is completely undetectable and suppressed. And yes, I'm getting healthier by the day. That's great to hear. I love to hear that. Um, I also would like to know, like, how did this affect your relationship with your friend? A friend who broke the news to you that this is a situation and that yeah. we're both in now. How did that re relationship um, continue from there? Yeah, so unfortunately, you know, it didn't, um, you know, until today we, we're not friends, actually. Um, which is sad because, you know, I, I will, he, I will always, he'll always be a part of my life, no matter what, you know. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we just couldn't, um, we weren't good for each other anymore and we had to part ways. Um, and I've accepted that, you know. Um, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, lastly, are there any plans that you have um, with um, 
positive vibes? Are you planning to do any events or like what what are the plans for positive vibes going forward? I think COVID has really put us in such a an awkward place. Um, you know, so last year we had a World AIDS Day event, um, which was quite amazing actually. So this year, unfortunately, you know, I haven't planned anything because you, it's, it's quite difficult in these COVID times, but you know, my plans, you know, for the future with positive vibes are to just continue talking about HIV, getting the message out there. Um, if someone would like to partner up with me, please feel free to. Uh, you know, I put a lot of energy and time into it and I just really want people to know the facts about HIV and, you know, know your status, get tested. It's so important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, where can people find and follow you and connect with you? Yes, yeah, so you can find me on all social media platforms at Positive Vibes, ZA. Um, you can also send me an email at, it is wade at positivevibes.org.za. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Wade, for taking the time to speak to me. And I know that anybody who goes to your site and reads your story will really be changed. Um, I know I was and encouraged <laughs> that um, HIV isn't a death sentence. And definitely you, not. You can still live a fantastic life. Like I've been looking at your Instagram and you look like you have an incredible <laughs> life and you're all over the world. <laughs> yeah, no, it's HIV is not limiting and you shouldn't put your dreams aside if you get diagnosed. You know, you still plan for the future because you're going to have a long future just like anyone else. Um, so don't let it ever get you down and be strong. Um, and I, I think what I would also like to just say quickly, um, for someone who's maybe listening and they've just, you know, they've been diagnosed with HIV. For me, the three best things that have helped me to really live with and, you know, really be a better person with HIV is one, to first start AOV treatments. Secondly, is to forgive yourself and forgive the person who's given you HIV. And thirdly, accept your new normal. This is nothing you do is going to change the situation. So the sooner you accept it, the easier it is to just get on with your life and you know, live your best life, really. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Wade. Enjoy the rest of Thank the you, evening. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. You too. Bye. Ciao.